1: All right, good evening, everybody. My name is Joe Vecchio, your co-host, announcer, and producer, coming to you from KFMB Studios with 50,000 watts of power. We're heard not just in San Diego County, but Orange County, L.A. County, up the coast of Seattle on a good night, down to Cabo, out to the desert. If you download the app for 760 KFMB or tune in radio, you can hear the show as it airs. And we are free on iTunes if you search the title of the show, and also all these podcasts are commercial, free on iymoney.com. And now time, it's, in, it's time to introduce the main man of the hour. He's a CPA extraordinaire, a marathon runner, accomplished author, lecturer, philanthropist, and a family office expert advising several high-net-worth families. His name is Richard Musio, except Richard won't be here until the next segment because he is un- rushing here in his car. He's a little bit late today, uh, held up by a prior event. But that's no big deal. We've got it handled here. And in this first segment here, I just want to talk about some of the great Theater opportunities going on out there. Uh, I'm going to go see this uh, a, a show called Bad Jews. It's a comedy down at Signet Theater. I wanted to, uh, to thank uh, Gene Sum for bringing that to my attention, and also he brought to my attention the Young Playwright uh, Showcase, which is coming up. It's called Plays by Young Writers. It's going to be happening at the Old Globe Theater. I believe it opens on the 21st, but um, I see on my calendar here January 19 to 29. But if you get on their website, playwrightsproject.org, you can find out all about it. It's going to take place at the Cheryl and Harvey White Theater at the Old Globe. And, um, and the tickets are very modest. They're $25. And, and there you have it. Um, and it's, it's, it's typically plays by young playwrights. This is, I think, the 32nd annual, so it's a very uh, high uh, popular event and, and, and whatnot then also in today's show, uh, our regular guest is going to be, she's coming up in the next segment, uh, Julie Potiker. She's going to talk all about mindfulness and her whole history w- with that subject matter. And also, many of you know, we've had Dr. Uh, Dr. Bronner's Magic Soap CEO on the show, David Bronner, activist extraordinaire. And uh, he's made a lot of news and headlines uh, through the years. Uh, their company, Dr. Bronner's Magic Soaps, pretty much known uh, all over the world, and uh, they do quite a great job. They were founded in 1948 by their, by their grandfather. Uh, his brother is president of the company, Mike Bronner, and uh, we have him on the line to tell us more about this great event they've got coming up uh, in, at the Music Box later this month. Mike, how are you? I'm doing great. Perfect, but- perfect. Um, tell us about uh, when, where. I know it's down at the Music Box, that box, that cool place down in Little Italy. But tell us uh, all about the the record release party for Dr. Bronner.
0: Uh, sure. Well, we're doing a record release for my grandfather's recordings. Um, who found Word Recordings?
1: Who founded the company? Right. He,
0: he founded our company. Way and... back.
1: Way back when.
0: Yeah, back in 1948. There
2: you go. <laughs> <laughs> A long time ago. That would be Manuel Browner, right? Yeah. And yes. Yes. Uh, this
0: will be on, on Wednesday, January 25th. Okay. Um, we're going to be uh, not only uh, celebrating these recordings, but also featuring uh, musicians like the B Side Players, mm-hmm. um, Jill Sobuel, uh Wayne Kramer of MC5. Hmm. And this will all be to. Um, to benefit Jail Guitar Doors, which is a, a wonderful organization that gets guitars into prisoners' hands uh-huh. and lets them uh, kind of interpret their stories that yeah. way. Yeah,
1: Well, music's important, especially when you're incarcerated, so it could probably save a lot of lives and change a lot of lives, so that sounds like a great cause. A lot of VIPs are coming to this thing, right? Uh,
0: absolutely.
1: Um, I mean, you'll be there. Mike, uh, David Brown will be there. You'll be there. A lot of people from the company. and um, Anybody else we should know about? or.
0: How people are going to be there. Well, a lot of invites out there. Mm-hmm. Um, not, uh, not, not sure who's all going to make it, but we'll definitely have, um, you know, hopefully a lot of a lot of good media and personalities.
1: Well, what website should they go to if people want tickets? I know they're very modestly priced. At, I think about fifteen or twenty bucks or something like that, right?
0: That's right. It's sd dot com.
1: Okay. And uh, it's down at the Music Box, which was the former uh, anthology, right? Which is a really a, a, a premier music uh, On venue. India Street. Yeah. It's a pretty good acoustics and everything there, huh? Abs-
0: absolutely. It's going to be great. We're going to uh, have some great music. Uh, we're going to have food there mm. um, from Cafe Gratitude, some mm. good plant-based organic fair, and mm. uh, it should be just a great time for everyone.
1: Probably some f- soap you'll be handing out, too, I'll bet. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> we'll, be hand-
0: we'll be handing out some soap, maybe maybe some lip balm and, and other knickknacks.
1: Everybody get cleaned up there. So um, anyway, and it starts when? What time? So,
0: so it starts at 8 o'clock, mm-hmm. um, and we should go to about 12 a.m., and yeah, it's... Uh, it's gonna be a uh, eclectic group of players there. So Should it I hope be great. can join us. And of
1: course, your website's what d- drbronner.com or
0: doctor doctor Yeah,
1: but DR drbronner, right? That's, that's, yeah, that's right. Okay. drbronner.com.
0: And I'm sure there's some information
1: and, about about it there as well, right? Absolutely. Oh, and wonderful! If you've,
0: if you've ever, if you've ever wondered what all the crazy words are on our label, um, we'll this get, uh, we'll, hopefully will provide some explanation and um, my grandfather's voice to go
1: along with it. All right, wonderful, Mike. Thank you very much. Congratulations and good luck. We'll see you there. Okay. All right. Thank you. All right. Take care. Bye bye. And we'll be right back with Richard Musio and Julie Poticker right after the news. <laughs> Dream of Genie. Speaking of dreaming, this is the time where we bring in our guest for the show today. She is an expert in mindfulness and has quite a history here in San Diego, in La Jolla, and I know everyone is going to love hearing from her. So everyone
2: take a deep breath, hold yes. it for two seconds, <laughs> yes, and then sir. exhale very and slowly. And that,
1: with that, I'd like to introduce Julie Potiker to the show. Julie, welcome.
3: Thanks so much. I'm so happy to be here.
1: Yes, all about mindfulness. Well, you've got a fascinating life in history. We usually like to start with a little bit of a bio, so why don't you tell us, you know, born and raised, and a little bit about your background, and then how you even got into mindfulness. So how about that?
3: Well, I grew up in Cleveland, Ohio. Okay, but nice. I've, I've been lucky to Rock be, and Roll Hall of Fame. Absolutely, although it wasn't there when I left in '79, okay. but I've been back, uh, mm-hmm. and I've been in San Diego for. I always use my eldest son as a measure. He's 26. Mm-hmm. I've been here for 24 years, mm. so I feel sort of like a native. Mm. I used to be a lawyer. I call myself a recovering lawyer. <laughs> You're probably, I'm probably the only lawyer that teaches mindfulness, meditation, what was your specialty? and self-compassion I'm practice.
2: Were you a litigator?
3: Uh, no. I, I wa- didn't think so. I wanted to be a criminal lawyer, and we okay. decided uh, that it wasn't a good idea for our marriage and our family, so I went into transactional corporate law.
1: Okay. Ah, perfect.
3: In Michigan, in Detroit, actually.
1: Okay, so let's, uh, high school, college, and, and in law school, where'd you go?
3: High school, Hawken Upper School, Gates Mills, Ohio. College, University of Michigan. Go Blue! Yeah. Law school, George Washington in University, D- the National Law Center in Washington. We've D. got State. a sponsor
2: that's a huge Michigan fan. All the wow. guys went there. All They're that insane. One of yeah, they are. Yeah.
1: In a good
3: way. Yeah.
1: Wow. Well, that's quite a quite a, a, a traversing the country there. And then, uh, how did you even find out about San Diego?
3: Well, I've always known about San Diego. My husband, Lowell Pottaker, is my boyfriend from college. Ah. And uh, we've been together since 1980. And his mom and dad, uh, of blessed memory, Shilin Hughes Mm Pottaker, who um, really helped build up a lot of agencies here in San Diego Mm -hmm. uh, before they passed, had a house in La Jolla. From the 1970s, hmm. so when we were in college at University of Michigan, and we could get plane fare together, we would come out here. Hmm. And then he went to grad school in LA, and I went to grad school in DC, and we would come out here. Uh-huh. So we sort of always dreamed of coming out here. So uh, when they sold- so
2: one day you didn't go back,
3: <laughs> right? When they sold their business, we were like, okay, let's pack it up and get out of Detroit. <laughs>
1: So, what did you do when you came to San Diego? Did you practice law? Were you more into the family business or what? No,
3: I, um, I decided to be a full time mom. Mm. Um, so, I started volunteering for uh, a bunch of different causes here in San Diego, really good ones. Like? Like Jewish family service. Mm-hmm. I was doing this um, child, ab- child abuse prevention program where I would go into the kids' classrooms and talk about stranger danger. It was pretty neat, it was called CHAMP. Mm. Um, and then United Jewish Federation, which is now called something else. I think it's called Women's Philanthropy, Women's Philanthropy, or something. And mm-hmm. I got super involved with the La Jolla Playhouse with mm-hmm. education and outreach because I was a theater and psych major. Mm. Uh-huh. And then, um, and then the JCC, which is which became my home when my kids went to preschool. The twins were born after I already moved here. So you have mm-hmm. twins? I have identical twin girls. How, how
2: was that for like the first five years?
3: Uh, well, how was it for the first 22 well, years yeah, That's 22. a better question. So the first we,
2: we, we have two who are like 14 months apart, oh my so sort of like twins.
3: So the first five years was incredibly exhausting yeah. um, physically, and then from age 5 to age 10 it was kind of fun. And then from age 10 to age 12, it got a little wonky. And then from age 12 to age 20, it was really a, it was a nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> It was a nightmare. Are those
1: your only yeah. children? Do you have others?
3: Well, Michael's 26, and Kara and Danielle are 22. Okay,
1: okay. so you have an older and older Kara, you I, had an older one when you had yeah. twins. I, had a, wow. I,
3: had a four, I actually had a three-year-old when I went on bed rest, and he was four when they were born. Oh so my, we're,
2: my son's soon to be 26. My daughters are 24 and 20, so we're almost identical yeah. in ages. Yeah, it's
3: hectic. Oh, and yeah. I
1: should parenthetically. Think, I'm surprised I'm still alive too. Yeah, yeah. I want to thank Jen Coburn actually, who set this up, who invited me to the JCC the night when John Lennon's sister was there, and the the Beatle, the Mercy, Beatles, Mercy the, Beatles. uh from um, uh, Liverpool were there. Yeah, that was so cool. And that's the night I met Julie, and uh, of course uh, she was telling me about the mindfulness uh, program, which we'll get into in in a little bit. But um, so. You were uh, a homemaker, a mother, and involved in a lot of philanthropic causes. And mm-hmm. then, um, well, I guess we could get into what brought you into the mindfulness sphere.
3: I thought I had a brain tumor, actually, mm-hmm. and. Uh,
1: How recently was that?
3: That was.
1: A couple years ago, maybe. Or?
3: Maybe ten years ago. Oh, okay. Eight year eight or ten years ago, mm-hmm. and I went to a doctor uh, named Dr. Chippendale, <laughs> and he's. <laughs> He was really well known he's no longer with us um, and he has he had a fantastic reputation and I just always remembered his name because it cracked me up because it was Chippendale oh, yeah um, but after the uh, battery of tests he did the psychosocial you know like what what's mm-hmm. going on in your life mm. why are these words coming out of your mouth incorrectly why is magical sounding like maginal and Mm -hmm. cappuccino sounding like cappuccino and what he determined was that I had too much going on in my brain Mm. and um, what I know now is I was just flooded with cortisol and adrenaline all the time Mm. Um, so he recommended mindfulness-based stress reduction and I didn't know what it was and I took it and after I took that class I was opened up to this entire world of education and I'm kind of a geeky nerdy kind of person so I did a deep dive Mm. and I took about 15, 16, 18 courses in neuroscience, brain science and the technology has caught up with the spirituality Mm -hmm. and so I look at all this stuff in a super secular um, neuroscience way. Why Mm. should we do this? And I... Became a trained mindful self-compassion teacher, and then I did neuroscience training, and then I decided I'm teaching this stuff. And
1: So after how many sessions did you feel some big revelation for yourself? Um, was it was, it, well, as well as after it, how many
2: sessions did you improve, was, for example? Right.
1: How? Yeah. Was it the, after two, I three? I wish I
3: could answer that. No. It's mm. practice, and it takes years. I mean, mm. this is not a quick fix, but you can actually rewire your brain for more happiness and resilience. And... Mm. Um, and you can downregulate all the cortisol and adrenaline, which is so deleterious to all of your systems. Mm. So just meditating for five minutes, you're going to lower your heart rate and you're going B- to pressure, lower your too. blood pressure <laughs> and all kinds of wonderful things are going to happen for you in your body. Mm-hmm. But with consistent practice,
1: but you're going you're you're
3: to become an entirely less reactive, calmer, more focused person with better attention
1: and I also asked you about exercise you're a big advocate of that as well because I asked you did you meditate this morning or did you um, um I had exor- I, I had
3: limited time so mm-hmm. I did cardio because mm-hmm. I'm teaching meditation at twelve thirty, and I always meditate with my students so mm-hmm. I figured I'll get it in then mm-hmm. but studies have shown if you if you exercise and then meditate even if it's just 20 minutes and 20 minutes of each mm-hmm. that it ups the effectiveness of both
1: hmm well, they do say jogging is a, a form of of um meditation. You've heard that right, Richard?
3: Yeah, although
2: on, I did a half marathon on Sunday and I didn't think about anything. The Carl- <laughs> it's- you thought about let me just finish. <laughs> well, I had a donut waiting for me in the car. Oh my god. Like, I want to go eat my donut. <laughs>
3: okay. Well, do you guys know what mindfulness is and what meditation is? Because they're two different things. No,
1: but we should. We're going to find out. I
2: know, but our listeners don't.
1: Yeah, we should get into it. Because I know years ago there was the big TM movement, the Transcendental Meditation, and uh, there must be some correlation, right?
3: Well, that's a type of meditation. Okay. That's not mindfulness. But it's a type of meditation where you use a mantra.
1: Okay. And then we're going to get into how effective it is in business, too, because I know you've, you've got a lot of information about that as well correct?
3: Yes, I do. Yeah,
1: that's good. Because I thought
3: that's what this show was about, Joe. (laughs) Well,
1: it is. Well, why don't you give us one or two factoids before the break? We've got about uh, a minute to the break here. So why don't you tell us? Okay. The World
3: Health Organization reported that stress costs American businesses an estimated $300 billion annually. And we're stressed more than ever. True. And meditation and mindfulness helps with stress it goes right to the bottom line of businesses so we'll get into this more yeah
1: workplaces are actually employing these things though right
3: hugely okay to their benefit
1: wonderful we'll get back with julie Potiker all about mindfulness right after these words hang on All right, we're back with the award winning It's Your Money and Your Life. And this is the time where Richard likes to thank our sponsors. A big thank you to our sponsors, as always. Could not do this show without our sponsors, in particular
2: UBS with Mr. Michael Caronta. Big thank you to UBS. Also, our favorite CPAs on the planet. You know, it's almost tax season, that fun time of the year where we get to give half of what we make to the Internal Revenue Service. We got two groups of CPAs. We got Jason Krueger's great company, Sid- Signature Analytics, a CFO firm and CFO firms, as you may know, help businesses improve their cash flow and their profits. And then more traditional CPAs, Polito Epic Associates in San Marcos with Don Epic and Paul Polito doing tax returns, financial statements, and so on. Also, our great friend, Joel Grushkin, with Cost Segregation Initiatives, Joel helps real estate owners improve their cash flow. Now, if you need a place to put all this money that our sponsors make for you, how about Mechanics Bank with Sean Puckett, formerly known as California Republic Bank, a really neat niche market bank, serving wealthy families and family offices. Sean is an upcoming guest here as well. Also Hub International, formerly known as Mars Maddox Insurance, with Neil Staley, a great employee benefits firm. Speaking of the University of Michigan, we've mm-hmm. got two great University of Michigan alum, in Alex Sonkin and Anthony Lombardi. They head up the LG Experience in the Lombardi Group, helping wealth advisors make heroes out of CPAs to the CPAs, very best clients. Also, Paul Hines. Paul, of course, heads up Hearthstone Private Wealth Management, and he also leads the Senior Safe and Sound.org initiative here in San Diego, helping to prevent financial abuse of the elderly. Back with us, too, is Brenda Geiger, the Geiger Law Office. Brenda, of course, specializes in asset protection and estate planning, and, of course, Michelle St. Clair with Elite Lifestyle Management. Those of you who need to work on your mindfulness and your meditation because you have no time, well, Michelle can help you to have more time. Her office, her great business can help take care of some things for you from the very basic, like travel arrangements, to the more esoteric, like how to get a fishing license at a private beach in Cuba when you fly your private airplane in there just to go. Fishing, how fun! Speaking how about of
1: a coffee with uh, Vladimir Putin, maybe who knows? Yeah, that that
2: would be an interesting idea. I'm vodka. sure I'm sure Michelle could figure that out. <laughs> yeah, vodka for breakfast with Vladimir
1: Putin. <laughs> um,
2: but but uh, Joe, speaking of fishing in Cuba, I'm getting hungry we got some sponsors who can help there, too, right? Well,
1: we sure do. The Berry Good Food Foundation, headed up by Michelle Ciccarelli-Lirac, all the great programs they do throughout the year. We broadcast from their annual uh, Berry Good Night Dinner in June, and uh, we have four segments, uh, four programs a year with her. uh, In addition to that, all about sustainability and good food and and, uh, good habits in that regard. Also, Lestat's Coffee Houses, the original in Normal Heights, the second in University Heights, and now the third in Hillcrest, all open 24-7, 365 with great food, great coffee, and full all the time. And thank you and, for the
2: holiday gift card to Lestat's. I can't there, wait to use you it. There you
1: go. Absolutely. Please enjoy that. And I know a lot of these sponsors have been working with you, Richard, for many, many years with great success, correct?
2: In some cases, many, many decades, which I don't want to <laughs> say out loud, but yeah, going on 30 years.
1: <laughs> it's a long time. Anyway, back with our guest, Julie Potiker, all about mindfulness and all the great work that she and her family has done here in San Diego, and uh, especially over at the uh, La Jolla, uh, the the JCC Jewish Community Center, which, which, by the way, is open to anybody. You don't have to be Jewish to go there, right, Julie?
3: I'm so glad you said that, because it's so annoying that people think that you need to be Jewish to be there. It's a community center like the YMCA is a community center. You don't need to be Catholic to go there.
1: Outstanding. There you go. I've seen many great shows there and attended many great things there. So it's a a real gem to have uh, in that part of town. But um, getting back to business and mindfulness. uh, Well, can we
2: start with the difference between mindfulness and meditation?
1: Yeah, why don't we do that?
3: Sure. That's really confusing to people because I teach mindfulness meditation. Mm -hmm. And I teach all different kinds of meditation, and I teach popping in and out of mindfulness during the day. So they're not actually the same thing. Mindfulness is being right here, right now, in the moment, doing what you're doing, paying Mm -hmm. attention to what you're doing. Meditation is focusing your attention on something. It could be a word. Like you mentioned TM before, they use a mantra. It could be a phrase. It could be an object. It could be the Uh, soles of your feet. When you're walking, it could be different senses that you're opening like your ears or your nose or your so my, eyes mindfulness my
1: is being in the moment, is that right. It? So like okay. if you're
3: brushing your teeth at night and you have an electric toothbrush and you close your eyes so that you block out everything else in terms of distractions mm. and you feel the toothbrush in your mouth and on your gums and you have smell the toothpaste and you taste the toos- toothpaste. That's a mindfulness exercise. Mm that's a mindfulness. If you're, if you're cutting vegetables and you're cooking dinner or you're stirring a pot or whatever, if you're not worrying about the future and ruminating on the past, you're right here right now. Mm -hmm. That is being in the moment.
1: Mm -hmm. And probably a certain level of gratitude. We probably need to teach ourselves on a a daily basis, right? Because, uh, I I think that makes, that grounds us in, and, um,
3: so that's a whole another practice yeah. that I teach. Really? And I have people keep a gratitude journal. I don't like journaling, so I, I sort know. of short circuit it and say, just write down what are you grateful for today and what did you enjoy today. Yeah. Um. And well, I'm
2: grateful that V finally got the phones to work.
3: Yeah, me too. <laughs> me too. Well,
1: now there's a lot of programs going on at the Balanced Mind Meditation Center, which you helped to found uh, just last year, right? Wasn't it pretty recent? It's or it's
3: actually at the end of September, so it's you know what is it, four months? Yeah. Mm -hmm.
1: So tell us, there's different types of classes and courses and workshops. Uh, Where would you like to start? you want to do the drop-in classes first? Well, I think
3: the drop-in classes are important because Mm -hmm. um, they're not intimidating, Mm -hmm. and and they're free for members, and they're only $10 if you're not a member. Mm -hmm. So you go in there, and it's really peaceful and beautiful, and you Mm -hmm. sit down, and you just listen to a teacher talking to you, and you just follow his or her voice mm. and you get a half hour of health benefit because you're getting a half hour of meditation. It's actually probably more like 15 or 20 minutes cause there's questions and answers and stuff that go on about mm-hmm. meditation. But the but, reason getting back to business, because I know that this is what your show's about. Well, the reason this is mm-hmm. so important is because it makes you healthier and happier and it makes you able to focus and it's, it's brain health. So mm. if you want your employees to function at a high level, you run mindfulness and meditation programs in your company.
0: Mm. Aetna,
3: that... Aetna actually found out. I didn't mean to interrupt No, you, that's great. Is, they did all these analytics. They found out that when they rolled out their program that they saved $2,000 annually on healthcare costs hmm. and got $3,000... For each person, increases in productivity. I mean, that's pretty. You epic. mean
2: $2,000 per
1: person?
3: Per person, right. Yeah. yeah. Per person. That's a huge company. And I mean, it's huge.
1: So that's yeah. a, about the $5,000 turnaround we're talking about per, per empl- employee. Per employee, yeah. Right. Wow. And
3: General Mills did an enormous program, too. Mm-hmm. Um, and Google's Search Inside Yourself, that's kind of the gold standard. Mm hmm. Um, and they have now search inside yourself university, and they have search inside yourself trainers that go to other companies. And then there's um, I just Googled, and I found two, four, six, eight, ten, twelve really big companies that are teaching mindfulness and meditation for other really big companies.
1: Hmm. So is this part of the work day or is it something they do after work before work or during a lunch break or I mean a
3: lot I, of them are lunch breaks once a week. Mhm. Um some of them are after work but
1: Well, Richards made this point before about all the technology we have today. Yeah, even th- today I, I I knowing that you were going to be a guest, I said, "Let me shut off the TV, the radio, my cell, my computer, Let me just shut it off for a few minutes." And oh my god, it was uh it was Scary a little bit. I mean, when you're you know, well, you're, Joe, I'm
2: proud to say. Yeah. Over the weekend, when I ran the half marathon, I checked my email on Saturday afternoon, and my cell phone, and I didn't look at either until Monday morning. Oh my gosh! And it felt fantastic. so good.
3: That's fabulous. And it, you know what?
1: The world did not end. It's very cathartic. Well, maybe that's a challenge. You you know, when your classes say, "Look, it just take." Sunday used to be a day of rest in, in, mm-hmm. in, some, in our culture. Uh, I don't care what day it is or, or what period it's of 24/7. time. Twenty four seven. That's one hundred and sixty eight no, hours on. these No, days. but I'm just saying we should all challenge ourselves to just shut everything off uh, for a day. Or I think so. Or at least uh, maybe when you get home. But these companies now you you are on the clock twenty four hours with these right. with these email. You got to check your email. I never mean, never
3: mind did- that. What about Twitter? I mean, I don't want to get I don't, I don't oh, want to get political here, and we could, but
1: I don't can't. The Twitter
3: do, thing is not a good thing. Richard and
1: I are Italian. We can't Facebook. say anything in less than 140
3: words. No, I, <laughs> I can't say anything unless I have
1: a piece of bread in my left Exactly, table. exactly. exactly so Italian. anyway, we've got to take a little break. We're going to come right back with Julie Potter and our last segment, all about mindfulness. So meditate on that now. Be mindful of that. we be right back. we're going to get some help from Julia Podaker back here with mindfulness training and everything about that at the La Jolla Jewish uh, Family Center, right? Oh,
3: gosh, Er, almost. The JCC Jewish Community Center. Jewish
1: Community Center. But the the website is LFJCC because it's the Lawrence. So, question,
2: getting back to technology, is mindfulness more difficult for the younger generations because they've been raised on instant, shall we say... um, Communication technology and in, so on. whereas older every- crowd, our older mm-hmm. crowd, we might still be used to when we didn't have to always
3: instant get everything they want. Yeah, instant. Everything. <laughs> I think the answer is yes, um, mm-hmm. but there is luckily a huge movement in K through twelve for mindfulness meditation in the public schools. Okay, because um, they're trying to address that
1: there's a uh, fraternity at san diego state just started uh, this buddhist thing but they uh, a buddhist fraternity but they are uh, doing the meditation and gosh their their memberships like up to i don't know 250 or 400 i saw some some incredible number but
3: i'm glad you mentioned buddhism okay, okay. and the reason why i'm glad is because all of this stuff comes from a rich well of Buddhist contemplative tradition, but the reason that it's popular in business is because it's completely secularized.
1: Mm, perfect.
2: And my, my wife, Mary, has been a practicing Buddhist since she was a
3: teenager. Mm. Oh, that's very cool. Yeah. She you know, must b- be super chill. You know, Well, Bill,
2: sort of, except then when a Catholic boy married the practicing Buddhist, the family was a little bit stressed.
1: I think Bill Clinton has become a vegan and a Buddhist, too. You know, I've heard, I think I read something about that. So, so I
2: did an empirical study over the weekend, getting ready for the show, when we were out at a restaurant, (coughs) there were 14 people at tables where there was, you know, not a single person sitting there, but two or three people. And at 12 of the 14 tables, people were doing things on devices, only at two tables were people actually eye-to-eye engaged in a conversation. Mm -hmm. So they were not being mindful, let alone even polite.
1: Correct.
3: Correct. So if you want to be calm and responsive instead of, frazzled, and reactive, you're going to practice meditation. That's what it does for you. Mm -hmm. It makes you a better team player, a better problem solver. It lowers anxiety and depression. It can even, if you do loving kindness meditation, make you a better human being. Well, Harvard and Northeastern did studies on loving kindness meditation you know, may you be safe, may mm-hmm. you be happy may you be healthy, may you live with ease mm. wishing well like that to other people and it actually makes human beings more altruistic. I felt, yeah, there
2: were a couple people driving down the
1: 805 who mm-hmm. need to listen to the show, I f-
2: but I have no way of getting a hold of
1: them I, <laughs> I felt better just as she said those words for gosh sakes, so. I have
3: them painted on the walls <laughs> oh, at really? the Balance Mind Meditation Center I do, I do
1: Well, you know, I'm going to have to get over there and, and and check it out. So, so you've got the drop in classes. They have special courses there like even uh, even with your dogs. How do you uh, Oh my god, I I'm, I'm
3: signed up for that class. Tell me about, I'm so Tell excited. me about that.
1: That sounds cool.
3: So, it's a dog human meditation 101 class and she teaches ayurvedic principles, um, helps you better connect with whatever type of dosha your dog is. Uh-huh. She also gets heavy duty into nutrition, which I'm super interested because I'm a dog person. We have four dogs. Mm-hmm. And dog um dog massage and i actually took one of our briards to one of her workshops mm-hmm. and it was phenomenal mm. there were a lot of dog hair in the room <laughs> I, was, I was like lint rollering like crazy somebody's got
1: to vacuum after yeah, that class so yeah. but that, that sounds
3: but
2: i've noticed that dogs are really good at mindfulness at least my dogs they're are.
3: in the moment every yeah, moment every moment every moment yeah, yeah. and well, you know what they don't have cell phones they <laughs> don't have a watch they don't know what time it is they're just glad to... You know why they don't have money? No pockets. That's right.
1: That's it. Yeah. My mother always said, get a dog. You know, they're, they're glad to see you. They don't sass you back. And they're, and they're always happy when you're walking the
3: door. So. so do you know that they're teaching this stuff um, to the navy seals
1: are they really
3: yes and to the military huh also in hospitals they find that doctors are better listeners and they're better with their patients when they've had mindfulness meditation training. i'm sorry
1: would you just say I, that
3: was
2: no, a
1: joke no. No. never mind <laughs> now yo now yoga uh yeah. is there a connection between yoga and this at all because yoga seems to be getting pretty popular these days
3: yeah there's a connection but it's not the same thing but mm. it's also in- incredibly awesome mm-hmm. and at the end of yoga there's this thing called shavasana where you're laying on your back and it's it's very similar to open awareness meditation
1: mm. have you done yoga yourself because i have i love it i'm very curious to try every i mean we have
3: great great yoga classes at the jcc also
1: wow so,
2: so do you have a routine when you first get out of bed in the morning that you can tell us about that
1: puts you where
3: you i say coffee want to be? okay <laughs>
1: No, are we drinking too much coffee? I mean, that's certainly. Because that's going to be my next question. Because Richard, Richard's never. Dr- I've had... never tasted this stuff. Oh but... come on! No, I've he's, never tasted. He's never had, it, had but... coffee, never had a cigarette, never had a al- alcohol in his but life. My, but my
2: eight-year-old daughter, Very now twenty, start I mean, she started drinking coffee at the yeah, age his, of eight. Yeah, hasn't his, stopped. His
1: kids have has made up for him, so. Yeah, for
3: but is is what we put in our bodies first in the morning? Does that
2: does that make a difference? Because I think it makes a difference. Yeah, it does.
3: Your mind and your body are so magnificently connected. Mm hmm. I mean, there's so much of what goes on inside your body. I mean, I love the brain science part of this. I'll have to come back another show to teach you guys about this stuff because it's so super cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yes, of course it's all connected. And We, what we you should, hook, think we should and, hook
2: you up with our prior guest, guest, Marissa Morris, our intuitive. That would be because fun. Because she helps get people to, you know, identify what they want and how to get there.
3: That would be fun. I, know what, mo- I, I know what I want and how yeah. to get there. It's perseverance. Yeah. <laughs> <But
1: what? laughs> Yeah, she gets into a little bit of meditation with the uh, snow globe and snow all globe that, and all right? Oh, that's yeah. fun. Um, Absolutely. Which I didn't know about. You've heard of the snow globe uh, experience? I didn't know much about that. But now let's give the website, the lfjcc.org. There is a tab on the left-hand column. If you go down to the bottom beneath the Aquatics and Sports Leagues, it's the Balanced Mind Meditation Center. You can
3: also, if you remember Balanced Mind Meditation, you can... Type in balancedmindmeditation.org and mm. it'll get you to the same place.
1: Perfect. Perfect. Now, what about with the diet? I see there's a uh, mindfulness about eating too, That's right? That's a
3: fantastic curriculum. The class is starting next month. It's uh, mindful eating, conscious living. It's an eight week curriculum. Mm-hmm. These uh, evidence-based courses are set curriculum. Mm. So, um, so Mary's teaching that being mary.com. She's phenomenal. She has a free workshop about that program next week in mm-hmm. the morning And actually, there's a free workshop tomorrow morning that Jackie's teaching, New Year, New You, Mm
1: -hmm. and she
3: teaches mindfulness-based stress reduction for us, which is a different, also fabulous, since 1979, Jon Kabat-Zinn eight-week curriculum.
1: And the and the goal is to help you lose weight and help you eat better. Is that? Uh...
3: It's actually not weight loss. It's really mindful eating. I took a workshop from Mary before the holidays, and it really helped me lay off the sugar. So mm. you mean
2: people are having a stressful day, so they just grab a chocolate chip cookie yeah, or a piece yeah. of candy? And, and
3: I actually yeah. did the cookie thing. I'm like, do I want that cookie okay. because I'm hungry, or is it my heart wanting that cookie? Right what part of my hunger centers which i never thought of looking at it like that before wants that cookie the carbs, and by huh. then i didn't eat it because i craving huh i had it took all the fun out of it I had i'm paused just <laughs> you know how victor frankel says open a space between the match and the fuse right. in that space is your power you need to get your prefrontal cortex online see i am teaching you mm. a little mm-hmm. bit about mm. brain science but your amygdala reacts right away you want to Make a better decision. You need ten seconds. You need to pause.
1: Mm. Well, I, you know, I'm lucky. I, I just don't have a sweet tooth. I, you know, I could eat plain oatmeal. I drink coffee black. I don't know. do you drink your coffee black? I don't. Okay. <laughs>
3: try, almond try almond it. milk. Oh,
1: real okay. It's supposed
3: to be bad for your pancreas to drink it black. Really? Yeah.
1: Well, I also drink apple cider vinegar straight out of the See, bottle. I, I, I don't have to think about these. I don't have to think <laughs> about, these. <laughs> to think about these very difficult questions. No. <laughs>
3: Well, That's because you're married to a Buddhist. <laughs> That's
2: it. Who That's it. drinks enough coffee for the whole family.
3: Oh, now. You're in trouble. You're throwing her under a bus. No. There's a Buddhist under the bus. Hey, she's, Ma- a, she's a lot more... She's hey, Mary- easier to
1: be around when Mary- she's had that cup of coffee. Mary took up jogging just recently. She did the half marathon with me. Oh, yeah. Cool. And last
2: year, she ran both the Boston Marathon and the New York City Marathon. And she just took up year. running
1: how recently, Richard?
3: Four years
2: ago. Yeah. So,
3: so let about- me ask you something. Yeah. Because when you're running... If you're not worrying about the future and ruminating on the past mm-hmm. and you're just feeling your body breathing mm-hmm. and you're feeling like each step and you're feeling your muscles, that's actually a meditation. Do, yeah, you, I don't, do you do say, that?
2: Yeah, people say, what do you think about when you're running? I say, I don't think about anything. I don't. I don't think about anything. I, mean, like I look at the mission. ocean. Are you, are
3: you feeling things?
2: Oh, sure, you're feeling things.
3: Then you're meditating. You're feeling,
2: you're feeling the breeze through your hair. Well, I don't have much hair, but... I feeling the wind, which direction hair. it's going, well, the I'm way even, the sun is moving,
1: the okay. way you're moving, yeah, so that's, all kinds of things.
3: That's like a sense and. But I'm not like, oh, meditation. tomorrow well, I've got to
1: go to the office and solve this big problem. I don't think about those. Things. Anyway, when I used to jog, I used to count, just to go, you know, two breaths in, two breaths. That's all, and I just wanted to shut my mind okay, down. Okay, so
3: that's meditating too. Yeah, and those are moving meditations. Oh, sometimes I do well, that.
1: I'll count like uh, over a mile, how many steps I take. Okay, but way. anyway, we've got to wrap it right there. Let's meditate on that. Take folks. a deep breath. Ju- Hold it for two seconds. Yeah, Julie Potter, thanks so much for being our guest. Really appreciate it. Get over to Thank JCC you. folks, check it out. Richard, great seeing you. Justin Hart, our board operator, thanks for making us sound terrific. Thanks to Craig Blank, our account executive, and Dave Sniff our Programming Genius here at All these podcasts are commercial-free on iymoney.com. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye now.